It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, Episode 12, Positive Hardcore, Positive Schools. Good morning, good afternoon, safe travels on your commute, maybe it's your plan time. I am Mike, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. And I'm Josh Buckley, a social studies teacher from Mesa, Arizona, and we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. So let's get our sh- classrooms to be more like a punk show. We want to bring passion, unity, and DIY to what we do. Yeah, you know what? And you don't have to be a punk rocker. You don't have to listen to punk rock to bring that punk rock mindset to your school or classrooms. Here at the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, we're all punks regardless of what we're into. That's right, man. We're all punks. You don't, you don't need to put your Liberty Spikes up today. You don't have to no. on your dark Doc Martens, right? We're, right? we're ready to do this, right? Maybe, maybe you listen to a little country music this morning. That's fine. You can still be a punk here. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You know, Mike, today's episode, we are talking about something uh, that is kind of, you know, I think it's going to be a good conversation. uh, And I think, you know, we see a lot of talk about this on Twitter and the Twitterverse. And so we kind of talked about let's let's talk about it on our podcast and talk about it in the way we know how. So we're talking today about positive, hardcore, positive schools. And so, um, you know, Mike, and, and Maybe some of our you know listeners do, but there's this scene, uh, this sort of genre of music in the punk and hardcore scene uh, called positive hardcore. Right. And you can think about bands like Seven Seconds and Good Clean Fun, Youth of Today, Gorilla Biscuits. Like the list goes on and on of bands. Um, what do you like when you think of positive hardcore? What do you think of uh, about that? What What does that music mean to you? Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of. It's kind of cool because, you know, when we first got into punk rock, like it was more just, oh, it's just something different. And then once you got older and I found the positive hardcore, the bands like one of my favorite bands from the genre, like H2O, a lot of their songs are about, hey, you've got all the means necessary to get through whatever life throws at you. If you've got something you believe in that you want to stand for, stand up, get your crew behind you. We've talked about crews in the past you know, you're not alone and you can't stay down. You got to get up. You got to keep fighting. And I mean, to me, that's, that's huge because one, that's everything about life. And two, isn't that the message we're trying to send our kids in our, in class? Yeah. When you get knocked down, you stand back up, you, you keep going. And I think one of the things about this, when we look at bands like, you know, seven seconds and good, clean, fun and, and, and bands like H2O, like it's not about, I mean, there's this conviction behind what they're saying. Some of it comes out of, you know, out of the straight edge movement. Um, But then there's this this sort of lane of positive hardcore where it's, you know, it's about, um, like you said, joining together and getting things done and relying on your friends to pick you up. And, you know, knowing that when you go to fight for something, you're fighting for the good thing but you're not attacking things. You're coming at stuff with love. You're coming at things with kindness. 
Uh, and it's, it's not about tearing anybody down. It's about building each other up. And so that's what positive hardcore means to me. So when we talk about that, Mike, there's been this, you know, this kind of drama sometimes on the education Twitterverse. And, and I kind of, I sometimes wonder like, does that really, is that really a conversation that people outside of Twitter have? But, um, you know, for you as a building principal, you know, as someone leading a campus, what is, what is a positive, what does positive attitude and, and positivity mean for you and your campus? You know, it's, it's, it's everything. And I, I had a, we had a faculty meeting yesterday and I kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, you know, cause we're at that time of the year where it's stressful here in Chicago land, you know, we've had, it's, it's been indoor recess. The sun hasn't been out in I don't know how many <laughs> days it's cold and snow and, you know, state testing's around the corner. It, you could just tell a lot of people, you know, it, it, to say people don't get stressed and burned out would be, you know, a lie, be an understatement. And, you know, it, like I've seen on Twitter conversations and chats and, and I've learned to not get involved and even, and even reply or respond um, to some of these things because, you know, people give, you know, this positivity movement and, you know, we're all here building relationships and we're here having fun, which is true. And to me, it doesn't mean you, you know, ignore and just brush the negative things and then the things that aren't going well under the rug. Um, but the thing is, I've learned, and especially with my background, from punk rock and hardcore and the whole PMA positive mental attitude that bad brain started. Like you, you got to focus on the positive because that negativity is so toxic and it's just going to bring right. you down and it doesn't accomplish anything. You know, if, if you're just harping on, Oh, these kids are so bad and their parents don't hold them accountable and we can't control that they don't do homework and we can't control that, you know, their, their parents don't get them here on time. Like, well, what is that really solving? It's not solving anything. So right. what can we do? Like, yes, that's, those are facts and that's true in every school. I don't care what your dem demographics are. That's what you, you face issues like that. Okay. So we know that's there, but we can sit here and just harp on it and just complain for 45 minutes as a staff <laughs> right. or what can we do? And this is why I said yesterday, you know, with state testing coming up, you know, our school last year, what we report to the state had a very high chronic absentee rate and that right. affected our overall ranking of what the state gives us. Um, so what I, I said, you know, we can't control, we can't force a parent to get their kid on time, but what can we do to maybe get that kid to say, mom, I really want, I really want to get to school because if I get there, this is something I can earn, or this is something where our school is working towards to try to, work in our favor a little bit. So the complaint is not going to do anything. Right. So, I, I think you're right for sure. Like the complaint isn't going to do it, but working together to find solutions will do it. Not right. just, not just attacking the problem, you know? Right. And, and I feel like you said, that's, that's what a lot of, you know, not a lot. I don't want to say a lot, but there's those voices out there in the education world that that seems like all they do. So somebody will put out something positive that their school's done or, or that a teacher's doing or that students have done. And it quickly gets criticized or tore down by somebody else, you know? So right. for me, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, 
you know, my staff, they, my, I've, I think I've mentioned this before, you know, my social worker has a poster on my, my front door. It says it's going to be a rainbows and unicorns day because I'm always trying to look at the silver lining of everything. I'm trying to look at like, okay, yes, this is a problem. I acknowledge it. I understand the frustrations, but okay. If you're going to bring me a problem, bring me a solution, bring me something you think we can try to combat that, you know? Right. So, and that's how I approach things like, yeah, I've been told you smile too much. Like life's great. I mean, there's plenty of things to, to be happy about. And one thing I did, you know, I know if, if, you know, everyone's been listening, we, in February, we teamed up with, um, idea con and they promoted the podcast. And I was the other day I spoke and, uh, it was nice because when I speak at these conferences, my PowerPoint doesn't have many words. A lot of it's just pictures and the pictures are telling the stories of the things our, our teachers are doing in our school, the things our students are doing and just showing the great things we do. Because one of my points is, you know, we have to tell our story because the public out there, you know, watch the news. It's always the negative things in education. So we need to showcase the positive things we're doing. And, you know, I told my staff, it was a good reminder for me to see those pictures that I haven't looked at since, you know, maybe the last time I presented in November, um, that we're doing the right thing. We're building those relationships. We're putting that self-belief and the self-esteem and like inside of our kids to know I can do this. And, and I've got a whole crew of peers behind me, like, let's go make a difference. So right. that's, you know, I guess when I look at, you know, if you were to look at my Twitter feed, it's all the positive things we're doing, but right. that doesn't mean like, I'm just trying to show the positive, like, <laughs> no, there's, there's negative things happen. I do get down and depressed and self doubt and angry and frustrated but why am I going to go air that out there? You know, that those are things I'm going to give a few seconds of my time and then I'm not going to dwell on it and bury myself in my own like self pity hole. And look, let's, if that's a problem, let's change it. Who's with me. Let's go. And that's, that's the whole like positive hardcore movement. Like, Hey, look, let's stand up to the man or, you know, let's, you know, the straight edge <laughs> yeah. kids, like we're going to say no to drugs and alcohol. Who's with us. You know, you're not going to, I guess to sum it up, from a leadership standpoint, you know, if I walk around my building, my campus, and just, I'm always complaining, I'm not smiling. You know, I've said it before, Todd Whitaker, one of my, as you heroes said, you know, when the principal sneezes, the whole school catches a cold. Yeah. If, if I'm walking around with that negative attitude, everything sucks, you know, this, this is horrible, we can't fix anything. That's what my staff's going to portray. And that is going to rub off on the students. And then this is just going to be this big negative toxic hole. So when I walk around with positivity and I say like, you know, look, look, I know you're frustrated with, you know, the internet's down. We've been having internet connection issues. Like we could all sit around and say, Oh, this sucks. The internet's down. What are we going to do? Well, let's look at the positives. We close the screens. Now we're going to have some face-to-face -face conversations. Let's get a let's get a circle together and let's let's talk about this topic instead. I mean, there's plenty of yeah. opportunities to build real, everything that's negative. There's always a silver lining. There's always something positive to look at. So right. that's what we need to do. Or right. there's this there's this idea. You know, I, I think you're totally right. And and when we look at this idea of like, you know, this idea 
about positivity doesn't being positive doesn't mean you don't see the negatives, right? You know, like it doesn't mean, you know, when we talk about a positive hardcore, it's not like you put the blinders up and you ignore all the stuff that, that goes on, you know, you know, bands like youth of today, uh, we're talking about like, like, you know, in songs like break down the wall, like, you know, uh, this is, you know, this sucks, but you know, how do we fight this together? Right? Like we're not right. saying being positive means that you turn a blind eye to injustice. It doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye to inequity and the systems that, you know, we're a part of. What it means is that you find a positive way to combat that. Right. And, and that's bringing people alongside of you. That's having positive discourse with your colleagues about how to change it. And, and it, it's about, you know, how do we fix this thing? You know, if you see uh, an issue that you know, maybe your discipline policy isn't great on your campus, maybe it targets certain uh, kids of a certain demographic, and you go, that sucks. But if what you do is you yell at your principal or you yell at your colleague because they don't under, like they're not, they're not seeing it the way you see it, you're turning people off. But if you have right. positive, move, moving conversations about why this is a bad thing and why we need to come together and solve it and fix it, you change hearts and minds with positive, with that positive mental attitude, right? Like right. you don't change hearts and minds by yelling at somebody or telling somebody like, well, did you think about how terrible this is? Right? Like <laughs> right. you have to, you have to like go like, Hey, did you know about this? Like, did you, have you looked at it from this way? Let me share something with you. Instead of always being a downer about it, lift people up to see what you're seeing. And so like as a classroom teacher, you know, it's, you're right, right? Like your attitude impacts your staff my attitude impacts my classroom right, right. There, there's no way around it so if i cop a bad attitude to something we're doing my kids will cop a bad ad attitude to it as well right right if you come in with an attitude about this thing is good here's what we can do here's how we're going to use it here's how we're going to be positive about something right like when students walk into your classroom are you, are you going to be the negative person when they walk into your classroom? Or are you going to be that positive person that they see when they come in? I'm not saying you have to do like a neat nifty handshake with every kid who comes right. into the room. Right. But like, if you acknowledge your kids and go like, what's up guys morning. Right. Like I get to stand out on my, my little patio. I'm in a portable. So I've got like, I've got the ramp up to my, my little porch that goes into my double wide. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. <laughs> I get to stand up there and I get to greet kids and I go, Hey man, what's going on? It's good to see you. Like, like, you know, how you ready for the weekend and, and just, just having those kind of conversations with kids and being positive. But if I don't do that, right? Like if there's a day where I'm at my desk because I had to get something done, the room feels different in the, for that period, right? Yeah. Like our attitude really does affect what we're doing and who wants to be around people who are negative and pissed right. off and upset and, and, like, that doesn't mean, like I said, it doesn't mean that you don't see the bad things. It means that you attack the bad things with good things. Right. You know, like you said, you don't need to be that, those teachers on Twitter that have the crazy <laughs> individual, like, handshakes for everyone, but which like, I props, actually props love those. To, props but, to those teachers, right? I, I do love that because I They're just They're going to get sick, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because right now, it's a, we're, at the, we're at the time of the year where I, I'm You're telling the all flu. the kids- I said, hey, we're doing air, air high fives and hugs. Do not come up and touch me. There's too much going around. But, you know, it's, it's minute by minute. Like, that attitude is going to wear off on those kids or it's going to wear off on the staff that quick, you know? Right. So, and, and like, again, I'm not trying to say we all have bad days. We all have 
things that happen that we can't check that baggage at the door that day that, that comes in. And that's why though, it's so important to have like that whole crew mentality from the hardcore scene. Like, so if, Josh, if, if you know, you walked in and I could just tell, you know, Josh has had a bad morning, something must've happened as part of your crew, a colleague, I need to make sure I help pick you up and let you know you're not alone. Like we got this, you know, we've been, you've been down before you've gotten up, life's going to go on. We got, you'll get through this, you know, there's going to be a new day. Um, and we got to take that same mentality to our classrooms and our schools. Right. And, and it's about, it's about like, it's about finding, it's about finding, you know, those, that person who needs that pick me up. It's about finding that person that you can lift up and, 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 you know, be that positive force for. And those are the kids who come into our classroom every day. Right. right. Like I, you know, we talked about this, this little example when my, you know, when my, uh, we were talking about, you know, changing the status quo. We were talking about test scores and, you know, my son took his, his, uh, his pretest, right? right. And he, and he, he, like, he told us, dad, I bombed it. I'm like, that's okay, man. And he's like, right. I said, you know, it's a first test. It's going to happen. It's a pretest. You don't know this stuff, right? So it's okay that you did bad on it. He's like, yeah, that's what, that's what my teacher said. She said it was all right. You know, and she told us like, you know, we're not going to get all of it, right? Like that teacher was able to tell my son and be like, hey, you know what? Let's look at it this way. You're going to be able to, you're going to be able to show how much, you know, later, you're not supposed to get hundred percent on this pretense, right? right? Like you're not supposed to knock out of the park, but had, had she not had that positive conversation with kids like my son, he would have been like, Oh, I did so bad. This sucks. I don't know anything. I'm dumb. Right. But if, if our classroom isn't a place where students feel safe, where students feel supported and where students feel like they can be themselves and they can that you're going to be there to lift them up and not tear them down. You're going to have a hell of a time getting the work done in there with them. Right. Well, you know, and, and I just thought of something when you were telling your story, you know, for me, you know, if you, anyone who knows me, they've listened to the podcast or follow me, see me speak like they know, like I'm always in the classrooms. I'm, you know, it's, we've, we've got it where when I go in, they know it's not like a, a gotcha, but a lot of teachers feel when an, uh, the administrator comes in to evaluate them, it's, it's a gotcha. And even, even though we've kind of breaking down that wall here in my campus, um, there are still times when I've been in a classroom and, you know, I, I think sometimes because I'm in the room so much, you know, sometimes when the administrator walks in and the kids aren't even used to it, they, every, everyone kind of clams up and straightens up. Right. And because I'm always in there, sometimes you know, the kids are just themselves, which is what I want. Like, let me just see what happens every single day. Don't change because I'm in here. And there's times a teacher will come up to me afterwards and be like, oh my God, you know, I, I'm so sorry you know, can I, can I redo, you know, there's times I've done formal observations. Can we redo that observation? You know, I'm sorry that the kids were acting like that and they said this and they did this. And, you know, obviously I'll note those things and I'll tell them, well, yeah, I know I saw that. I'm like, but did you notice what, what you, how you responded to that? How you did this? It, you know, I'll, I'll point out all the positives that were still there because it's sometimes so easy. For, it's human nature. You know, you, you're going to focus on the negative like us. We can get a hundred, we you can get 99 positive reviews on our podcast. Right. You have one person say, you guys are stupid. There's no real connections. You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, that's the one, I mean, that is probably is going to stand out. Like, I'm not going to remember the 99 great things people said. I'm going to remember that one person like, you know, well, who the hell are you? Like, why are you saying this, you know, about what we're doing? Um, 
So I think it's, it's important for me, for any leader to make sure, even though there's, you know, maybe you've got teachers who just need some better classroom management or they're struggling with the new technology coming in, but we still need to focus on their strengths and let them know like, look, you're doing a great job. Look at the great things you are doing. Let's keep those going and enhance those. And we'll have a crew. Let's help you out with the other stuff. It it all comes back to not having those egos. Like you need help here. Let's help you out because we're all on this trip together. We're all working towards the same goal. Right. And there's, there's two ways. I mean, there's two ways to like attack that, right? Like the positive way that you said is like, you know, we're going to, we're going to help each other get better. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the negative way, the anti-positivity way is to go like, here's all the things that suck. You need to fix it. Right. right. Instead of saying like, here's the thing that we need to improve on. Let's figure out a way to improve on it. Let's find a way to fix this. Let's find a way to be better. That's that like, if you're, if you're not having the conversation in a way that builds people up and forward, then, then, then you're not helping anybody out. Right. Right. And that's not to say that there aren't instances when you have to have tough, hard conversations with, you know, with students or with teachers you lead, you know, those exist. But when you've built that positive relationship and you've built that idea of it, those are easier to have because people know that they can trust you and people know that you have their back and people know that you're not just coming at them to come at them. Right. You know, like it comes from a place of kindness and, and that's, I, you know, just to kind of tail on this before we wrap things up, this idea of like people are, are or this idea of like kindness and positivity kind of being like slammed by folks like kindness, people, you know, Kindness is, is, isn't anything unless you're going to, you know, you're going to speak with kindness, you're going to act with kindness, you're going to, you know, you're going to, it's just a word if you're not moving forward with it. So I can see that someone might be frustrated if all they see is someone say it and not act it. But that's what that positive movement is about, right? It's not just about saying like, I'm a positive person, right? Like being positive means that you're acting with positivity. Being, being, having that positive mental attitude means like when there is a difficulty, or when you see something wrong, you gather up the folks around you and you tackle the problem. Right. You tackle it together and you, you get up and you keep going forward and you keep building something better. Not tear down everybody around you, but build up the good stuff so that you can get beyond and move after and beyond that bad stuff. Exactly. So, uh, Mike, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, what, you know, we've, we've, we're kind of, we started this little journey, right? We've got a group of, of colleagues, you know, from across the countries, across the United States and Canada that we started (laughs) a little thing with called education never dies. Uh, and you know, we didn't do a slow chat this week that happens. We get a little, you know, like you said, this is, we're right around the corner to state testing, things pile up. But what we have been is, is we have this, this education never dies that we're a part of that put out two that we did two chats. The last two right. weeks we've, we've had a chat go out from education never dies. You want to talk a little bit about, you know, what those chats are about and what they focused in on? Yeah. So just a brief, brief intro, you know, education never dies. Uh, started as a boxer group between a couple of us and uh, we, we grew it. There's nine members now. Um, and you know, we just, I have a, there's a blog out there I wrote on our website and, uh, 
just kind of focuses on, you know, we started off talking about a lot of different things, you know, lesson plans, leaders versus managers is die hard, a Christmas movie. <laughs> and yes, the answer is, is yes. <laughs> so, you know, then, then we, we kind of, I don't want to say we got serious, but like, cause we already having serious conversations around education, but then we said, let's do something with this because we know there's others out there. So education never dies was born. And we hosted um, our first two chats. Um, week one was hosted by the staff room, Che and Pav, who are, you know, uh, two of the nine members of our, our, our group. And it focused on um, teacher. They hosted the teacher voice one. We three questions and and then uh, this past Wednesday, we had uh, Taylor Armstrong, another one of the founding members of Education Never Dies. He hosted um, the chat. You know, it, I, I actually miss most of the chat, so I don't know if you want to talk about this week two one. I know yeah. when, I, when I kind of scrolled through, I was upset that I missed it, but we had a school function <laughs> it happening. Was, it was really good. I mean, you know, we, we got to talk about teacher voice that first time. And our second chat, we really focused in on this idea of like support and, you know, how do you support your students? Who do you go to when you need support? How do you give support to your colleagues? And it was a really good conversation hearing people really talk about, you know, the support they want is someone who listens to them and someone who has their back and someone who like builds them up. Right. Right. Um, and, and we talked a lot about that's just like, that's the same thing that we give to our, our students. Right. So we're no, we are no different than the kids in our classrooms. Right. They want someone who supports them. They want someone who cares about them. They want someone who, you know, gives them, you know, feedback that helps them get better. Right. And it was a really good conversation. And so, you know, we hope that, you know, if you hear about it on the podcast, you haven't chimed in yet or not, you're listening to it right now, that you'll join us. Uh, it's Wednesday nights at 830 Central. It's right. a 30-minute chat, three questions. Um, yeah. It's, it, been a, it's been a ton of fun, these first two. And we're hoping, you know, we're going to keep it going and we're building it. And uh, we hope that you'll join us and, and join the conversation and, and really have some 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 good thoughtful conversations and learn from each other. Cause that's what this is all about. Having that crew, having that group of people is just key. Uh, Mike, great conversation uh, about positivity and how it doesn't mean we're not putting our blinders on. We're not ignoring the bad. What we're doing is we're going to move forward and we're going to attack it as a, with, with good positive intentions behind us to change it. Yeah. Not, not to, not to crap on someone who doesn't see what you see, but to go ahead and, and help them see it and bring them forward with you in a, in a positive way. So right. our next episode, I'm excited about this one. Next episode, yes. our next full episode, we're talking about what's your punk. You know, we start every episode with the idea of like, you don't have to be a, a punk to be, you know, have that punk rock, that punk rock attitude. Uh, you don't have to, you know, listen to punk rock music. So we want to talk a little bit about what does it mean? What does punk mean to us? And kind of ask you, what's your punk? And what can that mean for you as an educator? So, you know, you can follow us on Twitter at Punk Classrooms. You can follow Mike on Twitter at, at uh, what is it now, Mike? Oh, yeah, I just switched it last night. Edu Chef so, Earnshaw. Yeah, it's... Yes. Uh, E-D-U, Chef, C-H-E-F, Earnshaw. And the reason I switched it, because if, uh, you know, uh, n people didn't catch the wind, uh, I did sign a, a agreement with EduMatch Publishing, and I'll be putting out the Educational Culture Cookbook, tentative title, um, in uh, 
2021. So I wanted uh, to switch my my handle to kind of reflect that. And I was getting I was getting tired of looking at the MRNGL 158. It was kind of boring to me. So right, you, you got those up. you got those numbers. People think that you're like a, a Russian robot. On right, there. right. <laughs> so we uh, you can follow Mike on Twitter at EduChef Earnshaw. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh R Buckley. Just plain old Josh R Buckley. And you can follow. Uh, we want to make sure that you follow Education Never Dies at Edu Never Dies. Uh, so Mike, good times, man. It was, you know, and before we get to the, one of my favorite parts, when we talk about, um, what we're listening to, uh, and remember you can follow our hashtag punk rock classrooms. Uh, we will do a slow chat this next one. So pay attention. So here's what I gotta know, Mike, what have you been listening to? Well, I'm, I'm glad we recorded today because today was an easy day for me. Uh, there's no students or staff, so I've been in, in my office just kind of catching up on some things. You know, I missed uh, a day or two because of the conference uh, this week. I've been listening to all day Joyce Maynard and Pup. All right. So I don't know if you ever heard like of those Pup. two. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I – Joyce Maynard, one, I mean, you could listen to their first three albums in about 45 minutes or so their songs are like so short. Um, but I just, I forget, you know, I put them on because for some reason you've been putting out these emo looking uh, <laughs> cards for us lately. And I was like, not the Joyce Maynard fit into that, that category, but I was like, you know, I haven't listened to Joyce Maynard in forever. So Joyce Maynard and pop has been, uh, been what I've been listening to all day. What about you? Oh man. So, uh, as everybody knows, there is uh, people are trying to spend a bunch of money on their rage against the machine tickets, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to spend that much money on rage against the machine. And my friend posted about a band I haven't heard in forever. That is like, uh, it's very rage against the machine esque. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to support that right now. I don't want to spend, I feel like you are the machine if I have to spend $300 to go see you. Uh, so I was listening to some downset this week. Uh, another, some, some good nineties sort of like rap metal band. Uh, good times about fighting the system, fighting the man. And then of course, to prepare for the show, dude, I've, I was listening to some, some good solid, uh, you know, just like you were talking about listening to, um, you know, some heart. positive hardcore and some have heart. Uh, I've been listening to some seven seconds and some youth of today. That's, nice. that's been my other thing I've been listening to. Nice. So uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, make sure that you give us a nice little rating on iTunes or wherever, or Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. It helps people un, uh, learn about the show. And we want to make sure that people know about uh, turning their classrooms into a punk show, turning their schools into a punk show. Uh, so you will hope you'll help us uh, grow our crew. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you at the show. At the show.